Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With LuckyLandSlots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. KCAA Loma Linda. 10.50 AM, 106.5 FM, and now 102.3 FM. With 60 years of fascinating facts, this is The Man from Yesterday. And back in time, this time to 1965, My Three Sons returns next month, but will move from ABC to CBS. Barry Livingston, who's 11, brother of Stanley Livingston, who's 14 and plays Chip on the series, joins the cast as the youngest son, Ernie. From this time in 1959, Looney Tunes and Mary Melody's cartoons, available to TV stations just a few years ago, are proving a hit. And from this time in 1978, actor Robert Shaw, who's just 51, passes. His movie career really took off a few years ago with The Sting, The Taking of Pelham 123, Course, Jaws, where he played Quint. Jaws actor Richard Dreyfus remembers Robert Shaw. But I also really worshipped him as Robert Shaw. He was a grand artist as an actor. He was a wonderful writer. With more at manfromyesterday.com. Attention, Southern California business professionals. Why do successful business people attend the Inland Empire's largest mixer? Answer, to create profitable business relationships. If you're looking to energize and grow your company, then you need to be at the Ontario Convention Center on Wednesday, November 6th for the 2019 Inland Empire's largest mixer. Get your business in front of over 1,500 success-minded career professionals who are looking to do business with you. For more information, visit iemixer.com. That's iemixer.com. It only happens once a year, so don't miss your opportunity to meet your next client. It's the Inland Empire's largest mixer. Ontario Convention Center, Wednesday, November 6th, from 4 p.m. to 8 p.m. For exhibitor information and advanced tickets, go to iemixer.com. For the past 13 years, the IE's largest mixer has been the place where business meets business. California Headline News, U.S. Attorney David Anderson announced today that a U.S. citizen living in Hayward has been arrested for being an illegal foreign agent and providing classified information to the People's Republic of China. The charges unsealed today provide a rare glimpse into the efforts of the PRC to obtain classified national security information of the United States. Chua Edward Pong is accused of working with China's Ministry of State Security. Governor Newsom has signed the Fair Pay to Play Act into law. It gives college students in California the right to benefit from their name, image, and likeness. Newsom knows the NCAA is not happy about this. I don't want to say this is checkmate, but this is a major problem. For the NC2A. Newsom signed the bill while appearing on the HBO show The Shop Interrupted. And the NFL has suspended Oakland Raiders linebacker Vontez Perfect for the rest of the season following a helmet-to-helmet hit on an Indianapolis Colts player during Sunday's game. Perfect has history of suspensions. Steve Clawson, California News. 
Be a flu fighter with a free flu shot from Walgreens. It's no cost to you with most insurance. It's quick, easy, with no appointment needed. Plus, it lowers your chances of spreading the flu to the people you care about most. Get your flu shot at Walgreens and get $5 off an eligible purchase of $20 now through November 30th. This is your shot to protect you and the ones you love. Be a flu fighter. Walgreens. Trusted since 1901. Coupon offer not valid in Arkansas, New Jersey, or New York. See coupon for terms and restrictions. Vaccines subject to availability and some restrictions may apply. A heart in my tasty honey nut Cheerios? Cereal. You trying to tell me you love me? Actually, it's reminding you that it can help lower cholesterol as part of a heart-healthy diet. Wait! Ah! They can help lower cholesterol? I've been so focused on the sweet, tasty taste that I completely forgot. Now I'm in love. <laughs> Learn more about making Honey Nut Cheerios part of your heart-healthy lifestyle by picking up a box at your local grocery store. The Tea Club's original pure Pouty Arco Super Tea comes from the only tree in the world that fungus does not grow on. So it naturally has antifungal, antiviral, antibacterial, anti-infection, anti-inflammation, and anti-parasite properties. But maybe more importantly, the Tea Club's original pure Pouty Arco Super Tea builds corpuscles in the blood, which carry oxygen to our organs and cells. Our organs and cells need oxygen to regenerate themselves. The immune system needs oxygen to develop and cancer happens to die in oxygen. The tea is great for healthy people and can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. The Hebo Tea Club's original Pure Pau de Arco Super Tea is only $34.95 plus shipping. Order now at DeHeboTeaClub.com or call 818-610-8088. Dehebo is spelled T-A-H-E-E-B-O. So DeHeboTeaClub.com, 818-610-8088. No matter what it is in life that you want, you gotta go out there and get it. Still nothing up to a sleeper but a dream. Never give up on your goals, stay focused on you. Focus your view, succeed, cause I'm hoping you do. Keep climbing up the ladder, cause the key to success. Go hard and go home, never settle for less. Life is stress, but we gotta deal with it, homie. Send a prayer to the man to put a shield on it. Work hard for what you get, appreciate what you got. You can always improve, just don't stop. Going for your dream to achieve in your life. Hello. This is uh, Carmel Rowe and Al Kelly, and later on we'll be joined by Faith Melody Ladson. And um, <laughs> Robert is not here, but uh, Robert is recovering well, and we are so thankful that Mr. Sam Bernardino is still around, even though I knew he would be. So um, we miss you, Robert, and me and Al are going to talk about whatever we want this week. Right on, Robert. We're hoping that you're out, and like I wrote you, kicking real quickly. Our Sangha has been dedicating part of the day to doing meditations for you, so you got to get up and get out. And help me out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just teasing you, Robert, anyways. Yeah, I was, I, said, I was saying to Carmel, this is like a wing and a prayer tonight. So. <laughs> I thought I was going to be by myself, so I was so happy when <laughs> I came in and Al was in here. So so anyhow, we just talk about a couple local things. Anything? I got a couple yeah, things. Yeah, I want, I want you to tell the people about the county news, which you just told me about. Yeah, this is, again, uh, we can thank uh, Mrs. Josie Gonzalez, the uh, supervisor who cost the county tax taxpayers is $102 million, plus $40 million in legal fees, plus several outstanding lawsuits, because she couldn't remember if she was in Germany or she was in Colton when they were making the decisions about what to give, uh, you know, Mr. Colonies. So uh, that's that needs to be taken care of. But I would say anybody that's going to be running for supervisor, please stay away from uh, that lady. I think she's uh, bad news. But no, Josie comes back on the scene again uh, several months ago because James Ramos had filled the assembly seat. He moved up to Sacramento having a lot of fun. And uh, so that left a, uh, a vacant spot on the Board of Supervisors. And so the most likely and most democratic thing would be to have an election. But we know that the county of San Bernardino is is pretty, not election friendly yeah it's pretty pretty <laughs> corrupt you know we, we know that and so what happened is they decided to do a pull and grab 
And uh, it was really interesting because I was there that day and uh, I was supporting Jan Leger. She's head of the Republican Party in the county of San Bernardino and she's also field representative for um, Congressman Paul Cook as long as her fellow um, constituent and that happens to be Don Rao. And Don Rao happened to fill the position. And I just say one thing about Dawn. I uh, went to a county meeting to talk about the county dump that's leaking. 55 people have died of rare blastomas, and city of Yucaipa knows about it. Bobby uh, Duncan, the idiotic mayor of Yucaipa, contacted me about it, but he keeps hiding it. He basically has violated the public trust, and he needs to be impeached, and just like Trump, get rid of them all. But... <laughs> <laughs> I had to throw that in, Carmel. <laughs> I think we're not allowed to mention Donald Trump on here. I think Mark Ooh. has those rules. <laughs> oh, does he? Okay. Okay. Donald Trump. Donald Rump. Okay. We'll do a little pigeon here. But um, so one of the things that happened was is that I was there supporting Jan, and she came out to me, and she was elected first person to speak. Well, the thing was, everybody else had to pull strings to see which one they would get. So that was kind of odd. And then, of course, what happened was Josie happened to hit her with a first question about integrity, which is not a person should be asking anything about integrity. And Jan was the mayor of Beaumont and got into a little trouble in her second term when uh, some campaign money didn't quite go where it was supposed to, and so she had to resign her post. Uh, it was taken over by uh, the, her arch-villain and enemy, and that's one of the bows. The bows are, are another pox on the society of Yucaipa and San Bernardino County. And Rosalie Bow, she's running for um, uh, congressperson right now, and we have to make sure that she do she doesn't get that. That's we want to just. Well, you know, I've this. come to the conclusion. <laughs> I this is the conclusion I've come to. Is I've come to like good people don't win elections. You have to be a freaking snake to win an election. Like but, very rarely can you be a good person and win an election. But, but we're going to change that. There's no doubt that you should be honest. I mean, look there, at freaking Bernie Sanders, okay? What's that? I mean, look at freaking poor Bernie Sanders. At least he was a good person. You no, know? no, no, he is. And, he, you know, he has his philosophy. And uh, But, you know, everybody's got their little, you know, kink in their armor. And what yeah, do? I, I understand that. You know, I just, you know, like that, Karen that was here last week, I don't yeah. know if you heard her, like, or the week before, you know, she she was a really cool person. Like She, she was, and, and in fact, what I, she was very good, and I, you know, it's, it's either going to be she or Dawn, but now the dynamics change a little bit, because, uh, so what's happened is, is that there was a Hispanic group, and then I believe Ruth Musser White, and I think Ruth was, uh, this is, this is kind of uh, interesting. From what I understand, and I hope I'm getting this right, Colin, if I'm screwing it up, but she was married to Marge Michaels' former husband, who was on the county board of supervisors. Hmm. And uh, Mr. Michaels uh, died. Actually, he was a real fair guy, and he was Republican. I mean, he, he was honest, I think. Maybe not in everything, but I thought he was a very good guy to work with and you don't have that on the county board of supervisors and now it's just terrible there's nobody on there that could give you the time of day right and except dawn i think dawn is a, is a straight shooter in that i've only had one contact with her and when i went to the county meeting she said that she sent her field representative out to meet me about the dump so very soon we'll hope that the ukipa city council will be in shackles and be put in the west end detention center and fill up with the real criminals that need to be there. I, I mean, I'd like to just yeah. see that happen oh, in well, places. Well, right, because I mean, these people when you have a violation of a public trust that involves health, you know, somebody has to pay the price for it. So Or do they? Well, well, okay, that that is really <laughs> profound and so what happens? You have to become litigious and so uh, Musser White, who is a democrat, and I know there were a lot of people, including Robert, they were espousing that, hey, look, at James Ramos left the supervisorial seat. It needs to be filled by a Democrat, not for Republicans. Again, it's a nonpartisan seat, so maybe that argument is not as it should be. So, so anyhow, with the two lawsuits, it basically uh, nuked the position. Now, they kept Dawn in the position, or the judges allowing that to stand until there was a new election, but like Carmel was just saying, we got the election coming up in several months. So, you know, either have an election that Dawn would have been actually running for, but don't trust San Bernardino. Do not trust San Bernardino. I mean, Bernardino. I, I don't see why you would have, if, if it's, 
in March. Like, I honestly don't see why you would have an election now and then again, because that is just a waste of taxpayer money. Like, if we're going to waste all that money, we might as well get the homeless people off the freaking streets. Well, well, and I know, but see, Carmel, that, I mean, the $250 million train from Redlands to San Bernardino that's going to be paid for by making all the lanes from San Bernardino to banning toll lanes that affect the people who have the lowest amount of income. You know, and every Redlands thinks that's cool. Oh, we got our train. It's stupid. All it's doing is trying to bail out the uh, the failings of ESRI that, uh, you know, GS equip, GIS equipment is becoming very archaic. So why, why we don't need an, a train. No, we didn't. We di- okay, so I, I didn't. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Really know if we need the bus or not. So when I went to the bus, when I went and I paid attention, the guy from, because we, we own property on East Street, the guy from Omnitrans told me that their expected ridership on that SBX bus <laughs> was 25,000 people a month. How about 25,000 in the last five years, <laughs> if that? <laughs> okay, so most of the time I see the bus empty or like with three or five people. Yeah. Last week, I think it was like, you know, where the whole bus depot station is? Yeah. Well, I actually saw like eight or ten people on the bus. They weren't cardboard figures? No. Oh, my God. I was like, oh, my goodness, after all these years. And then they were getting off. And and I was like, after all these years, eight or ten people ride the bus. <laughs> you right. know, I mean, I'd really, I'd really like to see the statistics of how many people ride that and, big bus. And again, day. that's a $250 million boondoggle to put stripes <laughs> on the street. So if, as I said a couple of weeks ago to Mrs. Icky's, that's a half a billion dollars, and you take a, uh, another billion dollars that's been thrown out at the base. That's $2 billion. What could you have done to, to revamp uh, infrastructure in San Bernardino? What you could have done to make the, the Air Force Base legitimate, make it a regional uh, uh, co-op center for people to learn skills and jobs? Yeah, I mean, you could have done a billion. We're talking about with a B. Yep, two billion. Yeah, and well, you know, I met this guy, and he was with Caltrans, or the SBCTA is yes. that what they call it. Yeah, now? yeah. And then I I know another friend of mine, and and this person works there, and they tell me that there's a lot of money for San Bernardino, but San Bernardino doesn't apply for it, and then like they don't work with the other agencies to get it. That's one thing I heard. Mm. And then the next thing is I I actually literally saw plans of how the SBX was supposed to be and how the center was supposed to be. And they were supposed to like build apartments and it was supposed to be this whole urban kind of develop, which would have really worked. And if they would, if, and it was the city of San Bernardino who did this, they, they, at the, they pulled all this and there was philanthropic investment and there was all, but if they had just even done half of it, right. Right. It would have boosted up downtown, and right. we would be something totally different than we are today. But no, they pilfered the money, and they sent it to that light rail over there in Redlands. And, and here's the thing that's real crazy about that is, is that when we went to the first train meetings, they were not held at the city. They were held at ESRI. So what happened was is the city allowed the, uh, the, the taxpayers to not ask questions we could not ask questions. We just had to fill out a piece of paper. And they allowed a business to conduct a Robert's Rules of Order meeting illegally. So this whole process has been illegal from mm. day one. And this is, again, sandbag that and, and Caltrans and everything else. This was a way to make everything tolling that's going to affect people here who have the least amount of money to do anything. And, and again, you don't do infrastructure after you build the city. You cannot do that. Now, I grew up in New England where we had buses, where we had trolleys, and they became archaic, but we never got rid of all of them. 
because they knew in small crowded cities that's the way to go. And that was, that was back in the 70s. But it was pre- pretty ecologically thought about then. And we still have them. So, I mean, I would have think we would have done better to have bike lanes. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, in our city. Right. And, um, because actually, you know, if you had some bike lanes and you turned our old abandoned alleys that are like trashed and yes. nobody monitors them right. in, into like bike paths. Right. You could actually get from like 40th Street to downtown in like 20 minutes. Back to that. And here's the other caveat that nobody told you. Oh, okay, $250 million. Again, nobody thinks about it. It's like, oh, there's going to be Pete Aguilar is going to make it appear out of the cosmos and we're going to have it. No, it's going to come out of your pockets every day on those toll lanes. But the thing that's more nefarious, all of a sudden, about a year later, the signs where the bus was. And the, the 780 apartments that just went on in Lagonia. Transit, transit villages. What, what does that mean? Oh, well, we're going to put all these high-density apartments together. Then you're going to walk a mile to the train to take the train from the edge of Loma Linda to San Bernardino. For what? To rob homeless people? It's like, it, I call it the choo-choo to nowhere. It goes from oblivion into oblivion, does not create any jobs, does not help transportation, does not help the environment when you have a train. Well, I'm not going to yeah. walk a mile to get on a train. Nobody is. Nobody. I mean. So, so, <laughs> where, so where, where did Redlands put them? <clears throat> Conveniently right near ESRI. I mean, that'll be a great homeless shelter. University of Redlands, it doesn't even have environmental studies anymore. I mean, you know, give me a break. I, I almost think that a lot of this place is almost like a has-been. And until, I can't say until, because I don't know how you could get rid of most of the politicians that have, that just, it's, everything is as is. It's well, that, that's, I mean, that's just it. Like, the county of San Bernardino is responsible for all the shortcomings of San Bernardino, of um, Ukaipa, right. of of all the cities that aren't doing the right thing of Atalanto, okay? Yes. All wow, the cities that, that are not doing the right things, it's because the county doesn't do the right thing. And if it's like if your boss is a crook and right. he's stealing, I don't care, hundreds of thousands of dollars, he's not going to care if you steal a few hundred. No. Okay, and, and that's like, that's how the county is. Like, it might be billions over here and then the city might be millions or right. the cities. Well, you know, an, another point, again, the county tragically, Redlands Police and the county sheriffs knew tons of times about, quote, the terrorist attack that happened tragically a couple of years ago. They knew this guy was a hot potato. He got harassed at work. He filed complaints about those harassed. And the day he left that, when somebody put a manger of a black Jesus in it, this guy lost it. Wait, wait. I, I, well, that's, what, that's what happened. Okay, tell me. I, I didn't hear all these okay, things. This and guy, how do you know, first of all? How do you know this? Because I came out in the court transcripts. Oh, okay. So anyhow, and that was the day that the sheriffs were standing down, allegedly, uh, doing some training. So you've had these multiple complaints. They've had complaints about people, you know, UPS or whatever is coming in at midnight with the guns. People were calling about it all over the place. Nothing's done. So, like the neighbors, you mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think there were like 26 complaints. So then what happens? This guy is having an argument with a, he's Muslim with a Jewish guy that he worked with. And whatever it is, this guy said, I, I lost it and I'll be back. Again, you could have got one law enforcement officer that would have prevented all this. And it's almost, it sounds like 9 11 again. He went and got his guns, you know, and it had, it had nothing to do with terrorism. It was this guy and his gay lover having a problem, and mom was getting ticked off who lived with them, and so she gets the gal from Saudi Arabia who had been impregnated by a prince, and they get married, and that was just a marriage of convenience, and the poor little baby, you know, his parents are dead. And so that's when they commit this atrocious act, you know. It's, I so guess wait a minute. Yeah. You're, you're telling me. That the guy, Farouk. Farouk. Yeah, I met him. He he was gay. That that's the guy that his boyfriend's the one that the planet went to jail. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the the one in Riverside. Yeah, they lived together. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And the girl that came from. Because yep. mom. That's his baby. Yeah. No, it's not his baby. She was pregnant before she came here. So that's not his baby. No, and she just had a real attitude, and so you know when you get people that. Got, have attitudes and stuff like that you know that that's what happened so he commits this crime 
with her. And as he's as he's dying with a hundred bullets in him, she said she makes a phone call to some, you know, terrorist group. And the tragedy about that is number one, gun violence. Number two, that the authorities basically turned a blind eye to the complaints that went on. And number th and, and uh, number three, you know, claiming it's a terrorist act. So San Bernardino has sucked down sixteen million dollars in terrorist training. Well, well, here's here's the problem that I have that about? with all of this. Yeah. Is when this happened and right. they did call it a terrorist attack, there's grant money. It's called CDBG Disaster Relief. Yeah. The city of San Bernardino could have got a blank check, but they weren't paying attention. They were asleep at the freaking wheel, and we could have fixed all of our cities, all of our roads, all of we wouldn't have had to outsource but, the fire. But the thing is, I believe that, like, I know Pete Aguilar secured money, and I know the congressperson before him secured money, and that basically went to the county. Yeah. How much terrorism? I'm going to show me what $16 million of terrorist training is. I really want to know. How about just personal responsibility? Knowing something is being set up and allowing it to happen. Baloney. Well, I mean, Al, if the guy got mad on that day and came back, are you telling me that this wasn't pre-planned? Because I, from what I heard, I thought it was like a pre-planned well, I, I don't know. I can't say I know, you know, the psychology of his mind, but I don't know if it was against these workers, but they, they were busting his chops, mm -hmm. and there were complaints about it, and somebody should have seen that. Yeah. And you're going to tell me that, you know, nobody, could, nobody did anything with the complaint, and it wasn't some cross-communication between Redlands and the San Bernardino well, sheriff. I don't believe Well, they knew about 9-11 before it happened, too. And well, remember, did. that document, uh, Osama bin Laden to hit... Uh, plane, uh, buildings with planes sat right on Congolese Rice's desk for nine months. They all knew about it. It's called abeyance. It means that something can happen and you allow it to happen. You don't intervene. So, yeah, it's entirely their fault. Entirely. I mean... Yeah, it's baloney. So we got our own 9-11 that went on here. And, you and wonder, we didn't get a blank check like New York City did. Right. And I, I mean, the, the tragedy is all those wonderful people who do work for the county, knowing how corrupt it is, and they still, like Mrs. Ickes, they try and do a damn good job every day to try and make this place work. I talk about angels and saints. Yeah, well, I mean, we, we, just, we just need the money to go to the right place. You know, when I see the homeless people... Makes me so dang mad because I, my, this is what my mom always tells me. She's like, Carmel, God gave us enough. Like, he doesn't let birds starve. God doesn't <laughs> let humans starve. Like, God doesn't let dogs starve. Yeah. You know, and it's like, I know my mom is telling me the truth because I know all the money that comes through. I've seen it with my own eyes. I've read the documents. I've, so, I've literally seen the waste. I've seen the mismanagement. Right. And I'm like... Over and over and over and over again, it's just okay. I mean, but Carmel, I wouldn't want that on my shoulders. I will tell you, this is not new. Back in the 80s, when we got money from Proposition 20 and Measure E, the county got over $3 million for the planning and implementation of a habitat management plan and also the Santa Ana River Trail. They lost it. How the hell do you lose $3 million? And you, you know, how many people want to go, oh, my God, we got to go to the grand jury again and the grand jury again, when that was already jerry-rigged anyhow? You know, it's Well, yeah, I mean, they're, hopeless. All, they're always, what I'm saying, they're mm. always losing money and they're always covering for it. And that's why I try to say, like, it, the only way I personally see a way out of this is if the people in the cities hold their cities, like their council and their mayor, if people get out and vote, if people freaking pay attention and they hold their council members and their mayor to an honest standard. Otherwise, they don't vote them in. Otherwise, they freaking um, recall. They do what they have to do because here's the deal. If you had people that were honest in the city, right, they would make the county be accountable. And if the county had to be accountable, then the county would make the state of California be accountable. Yeah, yeah. And if the state of California was accountable, the state would then turn around and make the federal government be accountable. Right. And, and But I got to tell you, in all the years of all the meetings I had students go to, I mean, I saw maybe two city council people that were honest. I don't know what the hell happened to Mulva Hill. He just voted for that project that, you know, if they put homes in there, people will die. 
you know, in the middle of a box canyon, that new ranch project. I mean, how ridiculous. And everybody voted in step except Sandra. That, I mean, there it is right there. You got one honest person on the city council. One. And maybe Henry. Henry, I think, could have maybe voted. But these people don't care. I mean, this mayor you got here. Oh, my God. What planet is he from? The people got what they voted for. Uh, but, but you know what? Okay, but I will tell you, in my observations over the past couple of years, if it weren't for people like, uh, there's her name, Elaine, who works with, with uh, Celia Chow. Alice Chow. Alice Chow, and who's the other gal? Um, blonde hair from Redlands. Uh, Nielsen? Is it yeah, yes, Nielsen. Yeah, yeah. And, and you and several, and Robert and several other people, and even even uh, uh, Scott, to an, to an, although he's usually... With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Bent on his... He's got some wrong, wrongful thinking we have to change. But, but I got to tell you, I know, I know, I know. He does good for right. the city. So I watch all the five of you, and, I, and, and that's why I got interested. I said, wow, you're the first people that are holding San Bernardino responsible because it, it's like, why bother going to a meeting? They don't listen to you. They bust your chops when you're trying to speak, you know, even your full three minutes. So Yeah, we had 12. Uh, no, <laughs> now right. we have and, three. And I think, you know, the only one, I think, like Juan Figueroa, he's just a turncoat. He was from day one. I don't know what he owes, Vladivia and the rest of them. But that's so sad that he doesn't even have the class that he had to walk out on Sandra during a city council meeting. Baloney. So, and, but you know what makes me sad is people who are otherwise good people. They have these positions, and they don't do what they would normally do. Well, why not? I mean, I, I don't get it. I don't. I because mean, because I think I think there's always some backdoor reward for yeah. all of them. And to me, Sandra, when I first met her, you know, she seemed like a person that was impeccable, and she has been. And I got to say, it's probably a very lonely. Uh, a lonely job when you're the only one that has integrity on the city council, but eventually... Or that knows how to read. Y yeah, right, duh. <laughs> or cares enough to read. Exactly. So, you know, Sandra, stick with it. I think, you know what, that maybe the next election or the, same, the next couple of cycles, you'll get some people in there and the heck with the rest of them. It's... it's I mean, I'm tired uh, of it. You know, my, my uh, son... I, we're riding home from school, and he gets in the car, and he was like, Mom. And I was like, yeah. Mom, did you know San Bernardino is number four in the worst places for crime and murder to live? Like, I said, you know, why should my little 13-year-old son get in the car? And this is the conversations he comes from school having. Wow. You know, and, and my right. daughter... We see homeless people, and, and she prays, you know, bless them, cover them, keep them safe. Very cool. Feed them. Very you cool. Know? Very cool. And they know they got a sex education from getting off on baseline. Right. Right. I mean, there's all, but, but there's all these things that are going on, right? Mm. Just right here, and we're all aware of them. The only thing, the only hope that I have is, you know, we asked the FBI to intervene, and they went on behalf, they went to Beaumont. Then they went to Palm Springs and then to Banning. And Ukaipa is going to be getting a visit very shortly. And we're hoping San Bernardino. The, the big thing is, I was having a discussion with this group in Devore the other day about, you know, they're going to be suing over this, the approval of this ranch because they don't even have access to it, but they okayed it anyhow. And we'll be talking about that at the LAFCO meeting. Those, that's the group mm -hmm. that annexes. Uh, LAFCO, they're, they're shady. That whole group is shady that that well, lasso all, is helps them get away with yeah all bullshit. they are is building mm -hmm. developers that yeah oh that you said that ship the crystal ship by the doors great great movie so <laughs> great movie great song okay <laughs> she didn't get either all right we're, we're going along here but getting back to the county uh i hope that uh people get out there again ruth will have her second chance um 
Mrs. Ickes will have her chance. Dawn will have her chance. But, you know, uh, anybody now who gets appointed yeah. instead of elected, they're going to be tainted. Uh, so, I mean, because so, then they're going to, people are, everybody is going to sue because nobody's going to be no, happy. Right, right. So, so, the, so here's the deal. Because of what Ms. Gonzalez and the stupid County Board of Supervisors allowed and enabled, why don't they just have, why don't they just allow this to go to a, um, an election why in November? Why don't they just wait it out? We mean wait it out. This election is coming up in next year. Like we're almost there. It's coming in this November, yeah. isn't it? No, I thought it was March. Is it March? Is that when yeah. it is? I don't know because what it does is it sets a precedent of somebody that was put in there, albeit if, 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 as legitimate as Dawn may be. It still sends another precedent that anything goes, and they knew about it. And where the hell are the lawyers for the county? You know who? So everybody's busy making money. Like we'll bring up the Tad Center, the Welfare Center. Mm. Everybody's busy making money from the county, and the county is busy using San Bernardino as its scapegoat. Except I, you know, I like I said, I uh, set the guy with the Sentinel. He was here a couple. Years. He love that. Guy. He didn't know if I was going to beat him up because he he and he took us a, 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 a very detailed bit of information I'd been working on and posted it out there. And so I told him I was going to beat him up. And he asked me that. And that's why he took off right after that. But he was really good that night. Mark, is that I name? love that guy. He well, reports good he, information. He, well, there's a lot of sketchy stuff in there. You have to do double, triple checks. But but I think the, the, the gist of it, there's a lot of good stuff. And what he talked about, the Tad Center. And uh, what's his name? The, Scott Beard. Scott Beard getting away with it again like he has in Rialto. I think that that's good. But... We need some muscle. We need the FBI to basically come in here and clean house, go from... But, I mean, that right there, yep. the county, Scott Beard, the city manager <sighs> that got fired, and now the mayor and the new... Per and everybody trying to cover it up here. Yes. I mean, it goes to show you exactly who's in whose hand, who's in whose pocket, what is going on, that nothing, mm. nothing that's been said by people who sound crazy is even crazy because it's all true. No, and it's funny because I had somebody say to me today, he said, he said to me, he goes, you're always posting this thing. He goes, well, you know, he goes, I'm a radical socialist that wears a tin cap, a tin hat too. He goes, but we're the only ones that make any sense. And I said, it's really weird because you start to blur the lines. I mean, we can talk about these things and people can go, you're so full of it. Well, then prove us wrong and then look at, <laughs> look at what's can't. happening they here. Can't. So, you. so, you know what? I think uh, Sung's proposal, I think Sung should bring it to the San Bernardino City Council. Grow hemp in all the places where there are perchlorate plumes and sequester that. And then on the places like they did with the jojoba 20 years ago, the county had, I believe, 150 acres of jojoba. And then within several years, you know, that went out of fashion. And that would have been the very expensive lubricating oil, one of the best in the world, so it would have replaced the Japanese killing sperm oil. And you've got another crop you can grow here that can do wonders. And, you know, use, we got Loma Linda, we got University of Riverside, their new medical school. What a golden opportunity to have the first place that you can really understand what's in your CBD that I'm not sure what is in your CBD. But there was a, a real critique written today, uh, I believe it was by the National Institute of Health, and they're saying um, the majority of CBD can cause serious health effects, effects because they don't know what those oils are in them. And you, you know, somebody says, oh, it's got eucalyptus oil in it, and it's got you know marjoram, did it have pesticide on it? So I do take an edible CBD occasionally, but I'm like, I don't know if this stuff's any good. And there's no nobody. Can you imagine if we had the CBD right here you, in those detention basins, you grow 300 acres of it, and right here you have the locally grown CBD, and you have that, put San Bernardino's name on it, and, and the good that could come out of it, people could actually know what the elements are in there. Yeah, you know, I have we have those friends... Um T and um, Shiloh, Amanda. Yeah. T, Lisa. And, you know, they have the CBD store. Mm, yeah. You know, and, and 
Which one do they have? The one over on Del, on? No, on Del Rosa. And oh, like, if oh, you go in there. Oh, no, but but they have it now. It's over on uh, 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 Tippecanoe. That's where she had it. There's the two places where people buy her, either Captain Jack's or Shatter. Yeah. And it's real funny. Did you hear the KCA? Uh-uh. <laughs> it's like, oh, the guy's got this real good deep, deep voice. I don't know who it is, Frank. He goes, yeah, you know, some of you people on weekends, you know, you like to chill out and, you know, you like to, you know, uh, get a little easy, like, uh, you know, weed. <laughs> it's so funny. I doubt if he's ever smoked weed in his life. <laughs> He sounds like a he sounds like an archbishop. <laughs> it was a commercial. You like to enjoy life, right? Maybe you imbibe a little. Come on, you know, uh, weed. Seventy percent of Californians agree that. Oh, Frank, that made my night. <laughs> come on, come on, weed. <laughs> Is that Cheech and Chong's grandfather? <laughs> oh my goodness! But it, it, anyhow, you know what? That's really good, and and I think that's legitimate, but. I don't know. I would tell anybody, get rid of your vape. Number one, it doesn't look cool. It, you, know, you look like a dinosaur breathing fire. <laughs> and and I know it's, I have asbestosis, and I should behave, but I still, I use a vape at time. It, is, it actually works as a bronchodilator, but I wouldn't try anything else. I don't want it to impact. I don't cough. But I just think either have to do flour or the hash anything else the oils unless you know succinctly and it was tested risque mm-hmm. but you know some of that marijuana that's tested if you look at it and then you look at the marijuana that isn't tested what mar- did it's you better <laughs> you know the one that okay i mean the, it looks better like it looks no, more natural no i know but those sesh places i I'm going to be honest. I don't even know if I would buy anything there. Yeah, I don't. Because right, it's too crowded for me. No, yeah, and I went once, and I don't know what the testing is. And, and it's like, okay, was this some ditch weed? Or, you know, was this some illegal? Or, or is this stuff that San Bernardino had stashed for the last couple of years? I don't know. And I think, you know what? The consumer has to be wary. But even if you, even if you do see it, this is my point, like... Yeah. You know, I, I mean, your eyes can tell you about some things. Yes. Okay. And smell and everything Yeah, else. and all that. But even with the testing, doesn't necessarily mean it's true. Doesn't necessarily mean it's all accurate. And I, I mean, I can't say that these testing, but all of this is really so new. And, the you know, I've read, like, you just, a little sample, and it, your little sample is tested. Right. It's not like you freaking send it all in. No, and, and that's really profound because I've read a lot of these cannabis kind of sewer magazines or grow and stuff, and that's what they're saying. They'll go to one place, you know, and it's like, oh, it's 25% THC, and they take it to another place, and it's 17. Uh, that's pretty, that's a hell of a disparity. So I think uh, what 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 you're saying, Carmel, is, is that, you know, the testing... I, I would like the government to take control of it. I don't want the government to take control of nothing. Well, not once we get rid of Trump, but, you know, somebody really cares about the environment. But I, I don't know when when you... Nobody cares. They all care about their own self and their own paycheck. But you have to have trust in somebody and something. I got trust in Jesus Christ, Al. That's about it. Well, you show me what Jesus Christ is doing testing. Yes, what? I'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm there. <laughs> Hallelujah. Give me an Amen. <laughs> Now I know you're crazy. <laughs> All right, Faith, come on over here. Come on, kiddo. Come on. Get famous. Come on. You got, you got 15 minutes. We want to hear from you. Come on. We want to hear how it is to go to school. This young lady in outstanding San Bernardino is going to talk about her great educational come opportunities. On. Come on, kiddo. <laughs> come on. Be a good girl. Don't be acting up on the radio. Actually, got 15 minutes. Yeah. 15 minutes is such a long time. <laughs> We'll cover you. We're Come on, tell us about volleyball and your volleyball game, and oh, yeah. tell us about China. Come on, everybody yeah. knows you. Went to China. Okay, we're going to hear from Faith Ladson, and we're going to hear what it's like to be 12 years old and living in the city of Sam Bernardino. But having traveled to China, that's nothing to sneeze at. And she went to China because she sold 5,001 box <laughs> of Girl Scout cookies. Wow. And she's a volleyball <laughs> star. Go ahead, Faith. How's it? How, how do you feel growing up in Sam Bernardino? Yeah. There's a lot of trash sometimes. <laughs> yeah. When my mom, when my mom goes into the gas station, I'm scared to stay in the car because there's like homeless people. They be looking weird sometimes. What about all the dogs? 
Come on, talk into the mic. Don't act shy today. Yeah, Why do I gotta? Be famous. <laughs> come on, Faith. You misses talky talky. Um, what do I what do I talk about? What about the dogs and all that? They don't have a lot of people. Like mm. taking care of things. They just run around looking for stuff to eat. So how's school? What about any yeah, bullying? Tell, us, yeah. tell me something good. I don't know. People make fun of each other for the dumbest stuff. Like what? Like why? Like I don't know. Like why you got a stain on your shirt or something? Is it just stupid stuff or is it intentional bullying? No, it's just like stupid stuff. Okay, okay, that's a real important. And point. the teachers are boring. They don't know how to do anything. That's There's, not true. Yes, it is true. Oh. They yell at kids. <laughs> now I think she's making. Well, yeah. No, no, they yell at us. You don't have any. People don't understand. You guys were back in the old days, okay? Oh, what? <laughs> so, Wait a minute. Hey, Wait I a taught minute. those Sassy old mouth. days. <laughs> Sassy mouth. You know them teachers. They got a handful to deal with yeah. in you. So don't get on the radio and badmouth your teachers because you'll yeah. be not playing no volleyball game tomorrow against Loma Linda. Hey, oh. I didn't sign the application. <laughs> no, what? but but really, I, you, to be a teacher without without naming people because you don't want to do that. You know, like your mom is saying, teachers have a class of thirty six individuals. We got twenty one people in our class. Oh, yeah. that's right. You go to private school. That's right. Charter school. But but think about it. Twenty one. So they go home to twenty one set of parents or guidance or br older brother or older sister, and. Stuff happens, sometimes good, bad, sometimes neutral. And these kids aren't easy to deal with. Oh, hell, teenagers? My God. So you guys have a lot of legitimate you know, concerns, and you have a lot of legitimate things going on in your own personal life. And whether people think it or not, you know more about the world and what's going on than, than most people think you do. So like that little gal that just came from Norway, you know, and she's speaking out about climate change. But Have you like, seen her? Did you see that girl on TV? No. Oh. I did. She's speaking up, but but your mom says, "What? Okay, what what's good about your school? What do you like about school? Yeah. We get to play volleyball. Oh. We like. Mm. Um. Sometimes we get pizza for lunch. <laughs> what the heck? Um. I, I like PE class. Um. I like to eat in class. <laughs> they allow you to eat in class? <laughs> no. no I'm going to get in trouble. you got to look at the scene so everybody can see you. Okay. Yeah. yeah. No, she's she's actually a pretty good student. She's yeah. mostly good, but she's a little handful in herself. She's my kid. So, <laughs> There's a know, change. But I have to say that she's been in the same school since kindergarten, and wow. she's making it sound like... Right. But she... Wow. She has actually been very well taken care of and very well looked after. And yeah, she doesn't like to be wrong. So she has her own little attitude problems. But the majority of the teachers have been very good to her and <laughs> been helpful to her. So, so you know what your mom's saying? Like, so you have a difference of opinion than, let's say, a teacher, right? So, but first of all, you have to think the teacher's got more education than you, right? I guess, yeah. So, okay. So then, so it, can work out so you don't disrespect each other then then how do you handle something like that without getting an attitude you know and start she head, gets that attitude get the head going back and forth <laughs> that, say, what no, the she gets I'm the stuff you down the bottom <laughs> she gets the attitude but you know the good thing yeah. about this one here is that when she calms down she will admit when she's wrong uh, like my son he wants to blame other people yeah but her she's very good at being like, I'm sorry, I was wrong, this is what I did, and I'm going to correct it. Right. So she's a little, even though she's a handful, we all know she's a handful. Every teacher she's ever had it knows she's a handful. I mean, they know, on on the radio. <laughs> they, they know me at the school because she's oh. a handful. <laughs> so, but let me, but your mom say, what classes do you like? I mean, there's got to be something that you have interest, because you're smiling a lot. If you're depressed, you'd be hiding in the corner crying. I like PE, our science class. Oh, okay, what science, science class. what science do you have? Because that's what I taught for 35 years. Um, we're learning about plate motion. You mean like throwing like plates, like dinner plates? <laughs> no. What kind? Um, like South Africa. And South Africa is a plate? I thought it was a country. No, like uh, how their plates move. Do they toss them or do they? <laughs> oh, you're talking about geologic plates. We're learning about oh. conversion and diversion. Oh, oh, I love it. Can you explain what that is a little bit since we happen to live on some pretty nasty plates right here, right? 
Yeah. What, what are do, they? What are they? Um, like diverging goes the opposite way, so they spread apart apart from each other. Mm. Conversion goes together, and right. then it goes down. Right. And then um, they have plates in, down in the ocean. Some are very old. Some are very new. When you get those plates that hit each other in the middle of the ocean and they rise to the top, what do they create? Volcanoes. And what do the volcanoes create? Can you think of some Islands. famous ones? Oh, some famous surfing ones? Nope. Hawaii. Hawaii. Oh, yeah. Hawaii. <laughs> Hawaii. <laughs> Hawaii. There's a lot of those out there. That's yeah. That's like it's built on. You're talking about tectonic plates, right? Yes. All right. And who was the guy that came up with that theory? Let's see if you remember. I do. I knew this one. I know this one. Um, his name starts with the M. No. Oh, oh, I thought it started with a W. It's not Wagner? Well, no. Yes, no. it is. <laughs> no, it does start with a W. My bad. It does. Um, oh. Waldener? Weldner? Yeah, Wagner. Yeah. Wagner. <laughs> good, good. Very good. All right, so you're doing physical science this year, right? Yeah. Do you guys do experiments? Yep. Uh, now, because you're in a charter school, do you guys get to go on any field trips? Yeah. Like where? We tell the audience. The Look at them and tell the audience. They want to know. <laughs> we go to the zoo. We go to, like, we went to this We went to this other school, and we did science stuff. Like, we built a, um, what's a rover, like, that will go on Mars. Oh, cool. And then Robotics. Yeah. Very cool. And then we went to iFly. And then what else we went? And then we went to Legoland. Oh. What did you do there? I've never been there. Um, Make legs? We, went, we made Legos <laughs> and we, like, like, we saw, like, how, like, it works in there. And then we mm -hmm. built rovers. You been to the beach yet? Oh, she's old. She's been to the beach yes. since oh. she was six months old. Oh, are you a surfer? Nope. Why not? I'm too busy. Too busy to not surf? Oh, my God. <laughs> I used to take kids from Serrano on the train and go all the way down to San Diego and they'd do the biggie boards all day. Oh, my God. That was good. I loved it. Yeah, we've taken the train out. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh. To the beach and then we went to shops. Okay, tell us about China. Tell us how yeah, China yeah. different than San Bernardino. Um, they don't have as much trash as we do. Their air quality is horrible. Uh, okay, why? I don't know. You mean it's real dark, dark and cold? It's color? real. Does it hurt to breathe? Yeah, that's why we had to wear. These things, pictures, gotta, gotta don't don't <laughs> shut your eyes. Come on, kid. Um. She's blind. We had we. We went to Tokyo Disney and we went to Shanghai Disney, and it's it's better than ours Disney. They have stuff that we don't. Huh. Their noodles are really good. Oh! <laughs> so did you have to wear a mask when you were at Disney? Yeah. Wow. Just because it was so smoggy or what? The air quality was humid. It was so humid. Oh, when the humid and all the dust blowing. Yeah, from and then it was the... raining. What cities did you go to besides Shanghai? Tokyo, Shanghai. Wait, Tokyo's in Japan. Yeah, she went to Japan, too. No kidding. She went wow. to China and Japan. Oh, that's great. They took uh, a cruise. From from where? Um, from China to Japan on the ocean. That's yeah, they they flew to China, and then they went from China to Japan, and then back like to China. That's like six hours, right? Yeah, and on a plane, it's 16. So did you get did you get sick on the, uh, the uh, ferry? The journey? Uh, no. Wow, that's, I did not know that. That's amazing. Wow, and that you you get you earned all this by selling five thousand boxes of Girl Scout cookies. And how many boxes did your mom buy? A lot. <laughs> so <laughs> let's just say that Girl Scout cookie season is coming up January twenty seventh, twenty twenty, and we need everybody to buy because we need ten thousand boxes sold this year. Where where will you go if you make it this year? Africa. We think Africa. Oh, they they nice. haven't released it yet, so this is just speculation. You friends with them again, kind of? Work things out? <clears throat> I, You know, I'm the Girl Scout troop leader, and even though that the whole Girl Scouts have let me down and I, and I feel some type of way, I cannot let down my girls oh. or my troop because um. 
I need to show the kind of leader that I am. Uh, th- and that's why Carmel needs to be the next mayor. Exactly. Period. <laughs> Whoa, there it is. Okay. Yeah, ask her about her mom being the mayor. She'll have a whole bunch of things. Hey, what, what do you think? Was it really difficult for your mom to do running for all these seats and stuff? What do you? Was it tough on her, do you think? Yeah. What, in what way? Because people all have their own opinions, and she just wanted hers to get out there. But but do you think your mother's willing to work with other people? Yeah. And her opinion's not always right? It is. <laughs> oh, man. There's the number one <laughs> candidate. Oh, God. All right. She's there. But, you know, truth be told, it's not just really my opinion. I actually read. Yeah. I see. You're very and so well it's facts. Read. Yeah, yeah. You can't argue with the truth. Yeah. When you could throw numbers and statistics down, then it's still... You know, I'm going gonna, gonna to tell you that I believe that because of me, you know, when, you, you, when they used to do a public hearing, there was no time limit on how long you could mm. speak. Well, because of me mm. and serving everybody and talking and giving my whole legal points, yeah. I, I honestly believe that because of me and the things I do, that is why now they put a limit on public speaking. And it's so that you really can't get, they said, oh, somebody knows how to organize and put their thoughts oh, in. Oh, no, no. That's, so you really can't get what you right. need to say out now. No, that's, that's really profound. No, they, I, I mean, I could see there needs to be a sense of order in what they can do with that. But no, there's, there's no doubt about it. I think you and Robert, it's, it was a form of censorship. No doubt about it. Yeah. And, and, you know, I could understand in a city council meeting how you get your three minutes. Well, you should get more than three minutes. You should really get 12 minutes like we used to. That means you could talk about three things on the agenda plus whatever else you want to talk about. But on a public hearing, let's just say if they would have had that TAD building on a public hearing. Right. All those people, it takes longer. Like I watched the video that's been going around from the neighborhood associations and the county meeting. Have you seen that? No. Well, it's a six minute video. Okay. Like there's a, there's. There's a lot to say, you know, and if you want to be able to present statistics and have statistics and here's my findings, I mean, because in three minutes, you might be able to read your speech, no, I know. but how I know. can you really thoroughly dig into it? And then let's just go back to censorship one more. When you only have three minutes and you have a thousand page agenda, okay, wow. and then you have, let's just say 30 items on the agenda, but now you have to talk about all of them before the city council even discusses them. Like me, I kind of think the city council should discuss them. Then they should hear the public comment and then they should go back and vote. Well, well, that, well, and the thing that's really sad about the TAD situation, and we'll let your daughter kind of finish up here, is, is that to do this in closed session is nothing but the, but the work of common criminals. Yeah. They're bums. Yeah. And because of it, our city is the way it is, yep. and and and. But it's not the only city in the eye. I'd say the majority are. There's a few. Redlands seems to get functional once in a while. Even Colton once in a while. Loma Linda. There's is no. Out in there's Mars. no other city that has given away all of their property tax dollars. How do you sur- survive out with no property tax? No, dollars? I know, I know, I know. And no sales. Okay, so hey, we got to get back. So, what do you think you want to do with the rest of your life? Um. Be- be a lawyer or a volleyball coach. Uh, well, okay, if you go into law, what, t- what kind of law do you think you would study? Mm, criminal, I don't know. Criminal? Yeah, I want to be a probation officer too. Wow. She's, she's a pretty smart kid. Oh, uh, I can tell. I can tell. She's so. going to have to, she's very expensive. So she's going to have to do something that makes some money. Maybe high maintenance? She'd probably rather work around dogs her whole life, but oh. I don't think that she would make enough money for her. Oh. Okay. <laughs> oh. Something just went on there. So, now, why, why do you think you have the bent toe maybe like criminal justice? Why? why? Um, I don't know. I like to investigate. Investigate what? A positive message. Yep. You got a minute. So you're, and look at them out there. They're yep. looking at you. Give them something positive. Don't fight with the teacher anymore? Oh, beautiful. And we're going to leave tonight 
with Touch of Grey by the Grateful Dead. Tragically, we lost Robert Hunter, one of the best lyricists in the world this week, but stuff of beauty. So, Carmel, Robert Porter, up? get back. We Love need you, Robert. we miss you. Yep. And I told you God wasn't taking you. <laughs> Peace out, Peace and out. thanks for listening. C